Welcome to the Find the Good Mamahood podcast. I'm Caitlin Carpio-Futchner, and I'm so excited to spend some time with you. This is a place where I talk with other mamas about their favorite tips, tricks, and resources, and also celebrate the joys of mamahood by sharing real stories and experiences. New moms, veteran moms, moms-to-be, this podcast is for you. I hope our honest chats about the highs and lows of mamahood help you find joy wherever you are in your journey. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to episode one. This one's called Delighting Your Kids with Creativity, and I have a very special guest, just like I promised. Her name is Janine Babiak, and she is my mom. She will be on here talking about one of her favorite subjects, which is how to surprise and delight your kids uh, in creative ways. And that can be in big ways or small ways, everyday ways, or the bigger, once in a while, bigger deals that require a lot more planning. And um, really, they're just all different ways of saying I love you to your kids. Hi, mom. Hi, Caitlin. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. This is a delight. I'm so excited for your mamahood podcast. Basically, a little bit about me is that I was raised as an army brat overseas, moving every two to three years without a home base. And uh, my younger sister and I became daughters of a single parent due to divorce the summer before I entered high school. And um, then if you fast forward, At the age of 28, I became a first-time mom to you, Caitlin, and three years after to Anna Michelle. Seven months later, uh, your dad and I became owners of our first and only home, Uh, a first experience for me of settling down roots, but not of his, as he was raised in one home and one school, K through 12, his entire life. This home became a mark of stability. As well as, well, one, a canvas for me to express myself, but two, a haven that I could create of personalized spaces for each member of our little family. That's really cool. And that is why I asked you to speak about this, because um, the surprises that you made for Michelle and me are some of our best memories together. And there were some really fun things, um, some really cool surprises. And... I know that's something you're really passionate about. I know you enjoyed um, putting those together and showing them to us. So where do you think your desire to surprise and delight us came from? Well, my parents both loved to give gifts and to create surprises, um, extravagant and spontaneous expressions to delight us. Mm -hmm. Um, Not necessarily expensive or materialistic because we didn't have a lot of money, but they were huge in the surprise department. Uh, One example might be um, we lived in Panama. And um, when my mom had gone on a day trip and we went to pick her up from the train station, um, she started walking towards the car and we saw this box that she had been sitting beside and we saw something moving in the box and um, she had brought a beagle puppy for us. So experiences were also part of our bounty. It wasn't, you know, just a pet or or things. Um, thanks to living in Europe during my middle school years, trips to other countries, um, which is very easy to do, they were part of our surprises and our adventures as a family. 
Was it just your mom or did your dad also participate in that? No, the whole family went. So basically we live in right now the DC area of Virginia and for us to cross over to Maryland is just a, what, 45 minutes, 30 mm-hmm. minutes to cross over to Delaware, two hours, no problem. Well, that's what it's like when you live in Europe. Uh, you can, it's not necessarily going to be 45 minutes, but it's just so much easier to be in a different country on short notice. So it was the entire, the entire family that traveled together. Mm-hmm. And so that was, that was your mom, whom I call Mimi. So that was Mimi. Um, and that kind of passed on to you. And I think some of that is actually passed on to me. I have noticed with Coda, with my first baby, um, and with my husband, I just like doing things spontaneously that I know will make them happy. And that, you know, especially with Diego, like bringing him something, even something small from the grocery store that I know is his favorite thing, or hiding a surprise for his birthday, making sure he doesn't know what it is. Um, So I think that's pretty cool. It passed a few generations. It wasn't just my mom. My dad is very much that way. Mm-hmm. Um, if you see something that you like and you happen to mention it when you're not looking, he bought mm-hmm. it. <laughs> or, um, yeah, he very right. much is that way. Um, my My mother is more of the, I'm going to scare you or, or surprise you or play firecrackers, uh, as at 11:59 as you, as your birthday is coming up, everything mm-hmm. needs to be huge and a party. Mm-hmm. And my father is more of a, you said it done. I made it done. <laughs> yes. I made it happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that passed on to you and that kind of became very much part of your personality. So I guess when you started having kids and, and doing that, how do you think that started for you? Was it like a one day, oh, I think I want to do this or did it become a pattern you noticed? I think it started, well, we're talking about creativity, not just surprises. And because I am an artist, it really was a launching pad for me to be expecting you. And, um, so when I began um, thinking I wanted to make a baby blanket. I recalled how, when I was little and I mean little, like I was four. And then later on a little bit, my, my grandmother had shown me how to crochet, Mm -hmm. but I had not done it for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And suddenly here I am expecting, and I'm going to make my first baby blanket. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, um, And then working on your room, even if we were renters, that wasn't going to stop me. So Mm -hmm. I decorated your room and painted the walls and, you know, painted a little border area. But um, that's when it really became my vehicle of momhood was that I was going to use my creativity and pour myself out to um, create experiences and Mm -hmm. uh, environments for you. Um, when you were two years old, I created a theme of circus animals for your birthday party. And I made a cake that resembled a carousel mm-hmm. and, uh, paper goodie bags. And each one was a different animal. And the, the funny thing is all our guests were adults, but yeah. it didn't matter. <laughs> I was still going to give everybody a handmade goodie bag that I had, 
you know, cut into a different animal. And, um, yeah, I think maybe, maybe having a family was mm -hmm. a, a, a purposeful, practical reason to use my creativity to make something happen for mm -hmm. someone else. And I can only imagine that changed over the years. You know, you're saying maybe it started with little me and my little cake, you know, my little birthday party. But then over the years, you had a second baby and then both of us girls were growing up and then our likes and dislikes changed. We went to school, although we lived at home, but we were gone more. You know, we had different interests. So how did that change a little bit over the years? Well, again, how I started this podcast um, interview, I was talking about interior design of the spaces uh -huh. was one way that I could um, bless you. Um, so um, as you transition from one stage to another, I mean, it could be something as simple as a cozy little reading nook under the stairs with this, you know, gap that was already there or a window seat to read at by the window. Mm -hmm. Um or a cabinet that I would put in your playroom designated for all things Barbie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, to me, the, the living spaces was important because you can't outgrow that as fast as you can outgrow a toy right. or a thing. Mm -hmm. Basically, I'm uh, facilitating this stage of your life. Mm -hmm. So, um, and... For the listeners who know, we are now, or so you know, we are now recording this in the house where I grew up, in the room where I grew up, mostly. And this room has changed from painted hills, no, 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 originally blue toile, to painted hills. My mom made murals on the walls. And then, then was it Michelle's? Right. So then it became a Parisian dress shop to right. surprise Anna Michelle. And we'll tell you a little more about that later. <laughs> yes. And then the other room was purple, painted purple. No? It started out as as a, like a circus theme, a yellow oh, carpet. Oh, before right? I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we made it into your reading rainbow room. What color were the walls then? The walls had a wallpaper on it that oh, was okay. um, white with different color, different color circus animals. And mm -hmm. so. And then did it go to the like Indian caravan? Right. After being your reading rainbow, mm -hmm. um, then I painted it lavender and you had a silver loft bed with a desk under it. Is that because I asked for that or was it just something I, I liked at the time? Or you thought I'd like? I was ready. F I was observing your next stage mm -hmm. and you were much more of a student then. And I said, okay, this needs to be more of a, a girl's room than mm -hmm. a playroom. Right. And so I kept asking you, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite <laughs> color? And uh, you lean towards lavender, but you really at times, I don't care. I don't care <laughs> about these things. <laughs> No, I've got to make the perfect room for you to be this age. Mm -hmm. So then you had a, a silver loft bed that was pretty high up. And then under it was a desk mm -hmm. so that you can do. And your... you put those those silk curtains at the top that you wanted me to feel like I was on top of an elephant or something. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of cool. I liked having my own space. But then from there, that turned into the black and white walls. Oh, that, that changed, um, only when you were, went on a trip. Mm. 
Right. You went on a trip and I uh, started with one wall, said I'll give her an accent wall. And I stenciled that and I was actually a little angry with the the smudging that was happening with the one of the, the square stencils I was doing. And I got so mad that I, I kind of just said, forget this. And I, I wiped it, but Anna Michelle had been helping me. And so she walked into the room and she goes, Oh, that looks pretty cool. So then we just kept the pattern, kept doing yeah. the black and white pattern and with an intentional drag. And mm-hmm. it became this urban, just this urban look. Mm-hmm. So um, it was pretty cool. And I had gotten part of our chaise, our, our modular furniture from outside mm-hmm. and made you a chaise right. Right, right there so that if you wanted to have somebody sleep over or if you wanted to sit and read, you wouldn't have to be way up there. You could also have a chaise along that decorated right, wall. Right by the window. That was perfect. Yeah, that's right. And so those are a bunch of your... Just those are taste of the design stuff. Right. Making your spaces Mm -hmm. um, a gift for you. The other way that I that I use my creativity is thinking of making experiences for you. Mm -hmm. So um, one memory of a gift that is an experience or a gift and an experience when one sweet memory, and this is one that your dad let in, which mm-hmm. is, I want to say that um, as you moms express your love in this way, do not be surprised if it becomes contagious. Mm-hmm. If you are the person who always surprises and you are the person who creates adventures, you may start to see that your husband um starts coming on board or Mm -hmm. emulating the same thing. And then hopefully you've taught your children this language of gift giving and surprises and delight as well as they walk out this journey. Mm -hmm. But one memory was, um, that your dad led in was that we, uh, we booked a sound studio for you girls to make a CD recording your piano playing and your singing. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the CDs that you made were then gifted to grandparents. And so in this way, um, he and I celebrated you and encouraged you in right. your talents. Mm-hmm. And we also aided you in original and thoughtful gift giving mm-hmm. as well. That's true. I really enjoyed that. And that was kind of cool to uh, to be able to do something like that. We've never been to a recording studio before, but we were able to make something really beautiful and share it with other people. And, and we just played it the other day at Mimi's, you know, hearing your voice, your little, little kid voice singing. Uh, that was fun to look back on. Yeah. And then um, I had another example that just came to mind today. And again, this is an experience and mm-hmm. um, that's going to hold so much more of a memory in your life than maybe a thing I gave you. Mm-hmm. And, um, so uh, besides um, creative spaces and adventures or experiences, we had unique birthday celebrations. And um, yes, one example of uh, your six your sister's sixteenth birthday surprise um, was combining her hobby, her interests, her friends, and her desire to be in the city. Mm-hmm. 
So I had her get in the van, not knowing anything about the day's plans with her camera. And we picked up a group of her best friends who were in her photography class mm-hmm. and we drove to DC. And dad and I had created a scavenger hunt in the area of Eastern Market, mm-hmm. somewhere she had always wanted to go. Oh. And um, the challenge was to uh, have each one of the two teams uh, take unique photos of everything we had on lists. And when they finished all that, so here they are feeling independent mm-hmm. and feeling grown up and doing the city, but they're together within a small perimeter of space. Then that gave them such a sense of independence, autonomy, teamwork, and using their photography skills to do something fun. And then we went back to the house and they were able to project on the big screen their results. Oh, you know, to mm-hmm. present, to present, to make a presentation. This is for this challenge. This is what we did. So again, mm-hmm. it helped them make, uh, make them feel grown up mm-hmm. and make them feel uh, empowered mm-hmm. uh, in their new skill. Right. And then share it with everybody. Can you tell me real quick about one of the hardest projects that you've ever, or one of the hardest surprises you've ever pulled off, I guess? Hardest. Or the one you most enjoyed most. Mm, okay, there are two. Um, the one that I speak of often when asked about this is um, your sister was going to go to Europe with uh, with my mom and my sister. They were going to whisk her away on a trip. And, um, and they were going to go to Paris. Well, it just so happened that about two, three weeks before that, your sister had said, I'm ready for this room, Mm -hmm. the room that you two had shared, the room Mm -hmm. that was originally yours, right? that was hand-painted with hills and Mm -hmm. picket fences and wildflowers. She was 10, or she was about (laughs) to be 10, and she was so over that, right? And she, she... she was, I, I want, I want some other colors on the wall. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I'll think about this. I'll wait and see. I I'll wait until the inspiration strikes. And, uh, so then right before she left on this trip, the inspiration came and I waited until she was gone. And that's when I turned this room into a Parisian dress shop. Um, yeah, it was, um, it was a big project, but it came together so fast and it just came to me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so much that I had to hunt all over the place. So okay. at that time, your sister wore hats. She wore scarves. <laughs> her she boas. Was, she was all into her fashion. So I got styrofoam heads and, um, they were all on the shelves and they were all displaying her hats. Mm-hmm. And then this fabric, uh, room divider that someone was selling off Craigslist mm-hmm. um, looked like a little space that you can get dressed behind. Yeah, and over yeah. over there, over that divider was draped all the scarves and the boas, and then I put an, a big area rug that was a black and white fleur de lis, and I changed the bedspread. I made a little mm-hmm. tiny awning. I don't sew, but with 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 an iron, I was able to make a striped awning over mm-hmm. the window and over the closet. And I put a little chandelier, yep. a crystal chandelier Still here. <laughs> in the room and, uh, yeah. it just blew her away. I don't think she could have ever come up with, mm-hmm. I think I want this. I had even 
seen online these little illustrations of these yeah like vogue like yeah but they were illustrations they yeah. were they were dra- yeah. hand drawn girls yeah and and you know they were like maybe 16 years old mm-hmm. and they they almost uh they were in the style of paper dolls mm-hmm. but they're kind of doing uh they're walking so one one was in london and one was in paris and mm-hmm. one was somewhere else tokyo and I, tokyo I oh think. really maybe <laughs> and i printed them out and i framed them and put them on the wall mm-hmm. so um so but all of this very was different. very thrift. Everything was mm-hmm. very um, Craigslist. And mm-hmm. I didn't have Facebook then. I didn't have Facebook um, online or buy nothing groups. Mm-hmm. I did have a group called Free Cycle and they're still around. So right. it, it became magical and it was there for many years. But again, it wasn't because we had money. It's because mm-hmm. I can, I, I plan to do grand mm-hmm. regardless of my pocket. Right. Well, that that's a good transition because I was wondering, um, like, what is your what is a good process or what are the processes you use to plan and then execute any kind of creative surprise? What are some good steps that maybe can help listeners? Well, I think I've had the privilege because I homeschooled to be with you and your sister a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I would say the key is know your child. Mm-hmm. You know, tune in to their interests and, and that's not hard to do. You know, when your kid is right. into Legos and then you, <laughs> when they're suddenly into electronics and into whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the genre may be, you, you can easily find out. Um, yeah. So I would you say get to know your kids. Yeah. First. You know, your kids and you yeah. know their tastes and then you think, oh, is there an occasion coming up? Mm-hmm. Is it a birthday or is it just another, a new season of life? Like mm-hmm. I, I, when I changed your room, it's because I could see that you were going into, um, uh, your teens or your preteens. Mm-hmm. And so you were taking yourself more seriously. You were transitioning into being more of a student and I wanted right. to facilitate that. So, um, it could be a phase that you're celebrating mm. or a stage of life or an event like a birthday or, mm-hmm. a, you know, you're choosing, um, maybe you're changing the kid's room. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe one person is going to switch rooms with someone else. Mm-hmm that's another opportunity. Okay. But let's not just shift all your stuff over. Mm -hmm. How can, how can we just start a new phase of whatever you're into this minute? So, okay. So maybe you have the opportunity, whatever that looks like, what do you do next to, you know, actually execute it? Yeah. I would say that you, um, look for your, for your, um, resources. Mm-hmm. Um, if your child is into something, you start, you start re- researching, are there things on sale or mm-hmm. are there, uh, are there things for resale? Are right. there, um, am I, is it going to be a project that needs some, um, timeline, for example, oh, I'm going to need to find a handyman and I'm going to have to, buy this bunk bed, but the bunk bed will be in installments or I can buy it, but now who's going to assemble it? You have to think Mm -hmm. all that in order to, to get your timing right. And again, this is for people who are oriented towards surprises. Some people aren't oriented towards surprises at all. Right. 
And even if it's not a surprise, if you, if you decide to announce to your child, guess what we're doing? We're going to do your room together. Mm-hmm. You still will need a timeline. Yeah. And so from the time you tell them, even if you're going to introduce uh, them to being part of the process, mm-hmm. you're going to do the timeline with them, uh-huh. you know, and yeah, say, okay, involve them in it. Okay. So let's research and let's think this properly and mm-hmm. let's go and look at paint chips and, yeah. um, so you can involve them in the in the process, but you definitely have to know either your timeline, your resources. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so what if this last bit, I, I wanted to ask one more thing about maybe something that can help moms. So for people who, for moms who have a low budget, little time, just really limited energy to put into a surprise, maybe they'll feel intimidated. You know, well, I don't have that much time to plan a grand thing with five steps. You know, what can I do to surprise and delight my kid and and just think creatively? Right. So I want to emphasize that while some of these examples sound extravagant, they were mostly what they cost was time and sneakiness and strategy and energy. Right. We never had money to speak of with one income, but, um, but that wasn't going to hold me back. So, so much can be done with little to no money. Mm -hmm. Um, one way to delight them that is not a surprise, um, one set of ways Mm -hmm. could be, um, let's say, let one of your kids pick what you're having for dinner tonight. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Maybe create a theme for the meal. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tonight, everything is round. Uh, I used to do this sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll have burgers or salmon burgers, pancakes, pumpkin fritters, corn griddle cakes, whatever you decide to do, but everything was round, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, maybe have, um, have everybody get ready for dinner and then announce we're, we're going to be sitting under the table tonight mm-hmm. and you kind of create a tent experience or um, right. maybe it's springtime and instead you you all go out and sit under the stars and, and nibble that way. Mm-hmm. Um, have tea time with books and a blanket out on the grass or drive to a field to have this. Yeah. A long time ago, when I used to go to a particular grocery store, as we were winding um, up our grocery uh, trip, I would let each one of you pick a donut Mm -hmm. that was freshly made from the bakery. That you could smell from the front door. (laughs) Very tough. On a a drive to the country, have them involved. Let them say whether you should go right or left to follow an unknown road or who knows where and make it a joint adventure. Mm Mm-hmm. Have your yeah. kids participate and help plan a surprise or a gift for someone else. Oh, yeah. You know, um, like this is one. huge. It teaches them thoughtfulness, makes them aware of the work that you put in, and mm-hmm. and helps them feel part of something that they don't have to have money to buy. Mm-hmm. You know, little kids, they were like, but what am I going to give <laughs> when, for someone's birthday? I don't have any money. Well, have them be part of your team. To surprise and delight other people. And Mm -hmm. it really is a thrill and a memory for all at once. Yeah, those are really good tips. Those are good. Why do you think you do this? Why do you think you kept doing this over time? Why does it bring you joy? Um, The important part to me of using my creativity to give gifts or surprises to my kids is to make them feel heard, make them feel known, uh, something that reaffirms who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, either items or events that further their discovery or expressions of self. Mm -hmm. Uh, especially if it remember, it resembles a pouring out of myself 
my gifts into their surprises. And Mm -hmm. even if it's not a surprise, you know, a memory that was made. Um, Yeah, that's true. The term surprise and delight them Mm -hmm. is the topic. But I realized when I was getting close to the state that I delight in doing (laughs) that for them. Uh It's it's a purpose filled thrill. Mm -hmm. It's a joy all during the planning and the execution of the project because Mm -hmm. I focus on the smile, the thrill and the new page Mm-hmm. in life this will present for my child mm-hmm. um again right. like unlike a new toy that'll fade to forgotten within weeks the newly designed space or the memory of an adventure right or the new skill achieved by this class this workshop whatever it is that yeah obviously because you're here to talk about it is a forever memory right and an encouragement an investment <clears throat> I showed my kids that I was listening, that I want to help them in their style, their mm-hmm. interests, their next adventure, their learning, and that I am for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say kids, I'm not speaking of a certain age range. I hope to continue to surprise and delight my adult kids right. with gifts, investment of my time and talents, and more mm-hmm. um, to show that they're being heard and to help them further <laughs> their interests and paths and even help mm-hmm. them do so for their kids, you know, like yep. for Coda. Yeah, he he doesn't get much out of surprises yet. No, <laughs> not he yet. Will. Yeah, we'll do it together. He will. And I don't know. I, I think one thing I realized I got from you and it's something little, but I love doing is whenever I'm giving something to a family member, whenever I'm giving something to Diego, my husband, I always say, okay, close your eyes, put out your hands. And then I put the thing in his hands and then he looks at it and I'm sure I'll do it with Coda too. And it's just a cute little, even if it's something small, like here's chips I got for you or your favorite chocolate bar, whatever. It's just a, uh, making a special moment out of a little moment, but, but showing, I love you. I thought of you. And I know, like you were saying, I know you, I know your favorites. And I, I decided to do something for you. So didn't I just make you close your eyes today? Yes. <laughs> yes, you did. You brought me some surprises. Yep. That is something that I really love and is a, has been fun, have been fun memories all along the way. So thanks for sharing about your, one of your favorite subjects. That's something you're really good at. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time.